Welcome to the Triage Method Podcast, uh, Q&A edition. In this episode of the podcast, you're going to be joined by myself, Gary McGowan, and my co-host, Mr. Patrick Farrell. Patty, how are you? Positively fantastic, as per usual, Gary. Brilliant. And the, the question that we're going to be answering this week, well, it's not so much a question, but we were basically asked to, uh, would love to hear you guys discuss the the concept of discipline equals freedom and this is something that is you know exists in many different iterations you know you could just say you know the delayed gratification you know if you're able to delay pleasure now you'll be able to get more reward later those types of things you know you'll probably have heard your mother say similar things you know if you just oh you know wait wait until the weekend you know eat your eat your dinner every day now and then on friday or saturday we can get a takeaway or something like that when you're a kid you know those types of things all of these things kind of tie back to this notion of discipline um equaling freedom and this is obviously something that that we've kind of uh, taken from Jocko Willink um it's something that he's described in basically I'd say every context that it could possibly apply but basically we want to relay that out relay that on to you guys um and and basically tell you what it what it means to to us so Patty what does discipline equals freedom mean to you and does discipline equal freedom well firstly on the, the second question yes discipline equals freedom even though it seems like it is a a misnomer. Like when you first hear the concept, you're kind of like, what the f- that's clearly, what do you mean? How does discipline equal freedom? You know, how does doing something now make me free? You know, but when you think about it and you really start to analyze how it actually plays out, you start to realize that being disciplined does actually allow you to be more free right you're freer to do the stuff that you you know we'll call it quote unquote the stuff that you want to do you know because generally when people are talking about discipline they're talking about stuff that they don't necessarily want to do although in a modern age people are also undisciplined and stuff that they say they want to do you know they're kind of ambivalent towards it um like they're like oh yeah i want to learn this skill but they never do anything to actually learn the skill you know or oh i want to uh in this context, you know, lose fat, build muscle, whatever, but they never actually engage in the habits that would lead to those outcomes, you know? But if you were to actually engage in those habits to achieve the outcomes that you want, you actually achieve the outcomes and thus are more free. But also if you engage in the habits that you know you don't really want to do, but you know you need to do to secure your future, your health, your wealth, whatever it is, um, you then are more free. And the easiest way to realize this is or to visualize it is to think of the concept of you know you have a set amount of work you need to do in a given day you know this is easier if you're a student where you know you're not necessarily being paid to go to work for eight hours you know you're a student you've been given an essay to do you know it needs to be done this week and and rather than getting it done now like say you wake up in the morning and just getting cracking on it get it done and then enjoying the the evening with your friends, with your family, doing the stuff that you want to do, whether that is just playing video games or whatever it is, you know, you put off the stuff that you need to do, right? The, the essay that you needed to do. And as a result, when you're supposedly engaging in your free time, you know, the the, the freedom stuff that you, you want to engage in, you still have it hanging over your head. You still have that, oh, this needs to be done. That essay, oh, you can't stay out late tonight. 
you can't go, I don't know, drinking with your friends, which you know you wanted to do because you have to be up tomorrow to, you know, get that essay done or you know, get the work done or whatever it is. So you actually end up being less free because you have this thing hanging over your head, which you could have just been disciplined, put in the two, three hours work and got it done, rather than having that hang over your head for two, three, four, five days and not actually be able to be free and enjoy your your free time you know and this obviously obviously resonates with us quite a bit because obviously our business is self-directed in terms of like i don't have you're not telling me the hours i have to work i'm not telling you the hours you have to work and while, while we do have we'll call it a content objective and um, there there is no like this needs to be done now you know so obviously the the concept of being disciplined and getting more freedom is obviously going to appeal to both of us because we can be disciplined for whatever the work that we need to get done and then actually enjoy our free time because you're able to switch off then and while you still have to obviously we still have to run our business and stuff you can actually be free like i for example in my life i know like every single morning i basically do six hours of work that's just how my days every single day of the week goes you know and um, and i know as long as i've done that as long as i've done those things every single day the rest of the day, I could be as free as I want to be, you know? And often that means I do more work, you know, but it's not hanging over me. If I'm like, yeah, man, I'm actually knackered today or, you know, it's a really sunny day out. I wouldn't mind, you know, going to the beach, going up the mountains, doing whatever. I can do it because I already know I've been disciplined and secured all of the stuff that I need to do so that my free time is actually free. Does that make sense, Gary? It absolutely does. Um, and obviously, yes, it does resonate with me quite a bit. And I think one of the one of the examples that's relatable for the vast majority of people is the concept of just getting up early, you know, and whatever early means for you. I don't know. You know, if you get up at 11 a.m. normally, that's your kind of wake up time. Then getting up at 9 a.m. might be fantastic. You know, that might be you disciplining yourself. You know, if you're someone that gets up at seven for work and you're kind of rushing, then um then getting up at five might be early for you so these types of these types of decisions ultimately come back to your own life but if you can if you can have the discipline to get up a bit earlier assuming that you need to then what that means is that you can use let's say the first two hours of your day towards something that you're less likely to get done in the evening you know so for example some evenings what might happen is you're on the way home from work you're thinking about whether or not you should go to the gym you're like oh i'm tired or oh you know uh, i was supposed to be doing something else or my girlfriend or boyfriend wants to do this or that or whatever if you move those hours where you have that decision making um to the morning then a lot of those decisions actually get just taken out because no one like no one's bothering you at five o'clock in the morning you know no one's going to be messaging you to go and do something there's no other obstacle there's no other obstacle other than you going and doing you know basically whatever it is you intended to do so if you wake up first thing in the morning you're fresh your brain is ready you're not stressed you're not on social media and no one else is on who cares why would you be there um then what you're basically going to do at, the, at those hours of the day is far more likely to be productive um, than using those hour, those same hours in the evening and basically maybe staying up a little bit later. So if you can have the discipline then to use those hours productively in the morning, get up earlier, you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable. You mightn't want to do it. You'd like to stay in bed. But once you get that work done, you've now got your free evening. So when you come home at five o'clock from work today, you can now say to your 
boyfriend or girlfriend, hey, you know, I'm, I'm free for the evening, you know, or you message your friends and you say, um, yeah, lads, I'm actually off this evening. Do you want to go do something? You know, I, I, let's go, let's go to the cinema or maybe I'm going to read that book that I wanted to read for a while, but I'm always putting off or I'm going to watch that movie or I'm going to play with my kids or whatever it might be. Basically, you have now a free block of time because you had the discipline earlier on, whereas you actually would have the same amount of productive work done had you stayed in bed and then, you know, did the work or uh, study or exercise or whatever, if you did that in the evening, so you get less uh, total stuff done um, when you actually look at what, what you used your free time for or what free time you actually had. Yeah, and also even makes sense. Like that's more, I mean, both for examples are more on the, the, the day level, but it even applies across time. Like if you're disciplined when you're younger, for example, you get good grades in school, you work hard towards a job, like you set yourself up to be more free later in life you know like if you're disciplined with savings you know you put your savings into either a high interest savings account or you know you put your into a pension fund or you know invest in the stock market or whatever you're just disciplined with that like you start getting compounding interest working in your favor earlier in your life so the sooner you're dis more disciplined the more you make the more money you make over a lifetime and thus the freer you can be when you're 60 70 80 you know, and that might be a bit esoteric because maybe you're an 18 year old listening to this and you're like, I'm not starting a pension. I would definitely recommend you do start saving, though. Um, but, you know, maybe that's that's a bit esoteric to you. But you can see how the stuff you do now does actually allow you to be freer in the future. For example, if you're more disciplined and obviously this is in relation to the content we produce, you know, you're more disciplined with your your training when you're younger, you build uh, we'll call it a reserve of muscle mass, you build a reserve of strength, like you're actually freer for your entire life. And I mean free throughout your entire life. Like if you're strong, mobile, agile, uh, more injury resistant and um, throughout your your entire life, like obviously that allows you to be more free. Like even in simple things, you want to go for a walk up the mountains, you know, if you're fitter, you're actually able to do that without getting out of breath. You know, you're able to do it and actually enjoy it. You know, you want to go for a hike in, you know, Yosemite or something. I don't want an 11 hour hike. You know, if I wasn't fit, if I wasn't strong, I wouldn't be able to do that, you know? Um, so you all get free freedom from being disciplined in your day-to-day -day actions. You get that freedom throughout your life. You know, again, like you can imagine, like imagine you weren't disciplined in the activities you engage in. Like you didn't do resistance training. You didn't do, you know, cardiovascular training and, you know, you weren't free then later in life because you just weren't strong enough to get out of your own chair, you know? And obviously there, to an extent, like you can't, there's going to be a time where that's going to be the case, but that doesn't have to be the last 40 years of your life, you know? Like you can be disciplined now and be free in the future, you know? And so again, you can talk, call it like delayed gratification, but it's basically the concept of doing what is right now rather than what is expedient so that you actually reap more rewards long term than if you weren't disciplined you know and again this starts permeating into every area of your life you know it's like why did you waste those five minutes on facebook instagram whatever when you could have been disciplined you could have done something to take a step forward towards your goal but you chose not to and is it anyone else's fault that you're not where you want to be as a result no, it's completely your own fault. So if you want to be financially free, you want to be physically free, you want to be spiritually free, whatever aspect you know you want to be free in, 
you need to be disciplined now to achieve that. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, I'll start Monday, I'll be disciplined then and it'll work. You know, you can't just put it off because then all that happens is like, oh yeah, someday, someday I'll do it. Like someday is not a day of the week. You need to be disciplined now if you want to be free in the future. 100%. And I mean, like another area that this uh, plays a big role in, I mean, it's obviously not something that you need to tell everyone to do, that everyone needs to do, but like set, having the discipline uh, to set up a business and effort into setting up a business is one of the best examples of how you basically begin to achieve like true freedom. Because like one of the things that is interesting about being like, if you are employed, like you're not free. Like you can never be fully free if you are employed because basically by virtue of being employed, you're dependent on someone else for your salary and you likely have to engage in a certain set of uh, behaviors to maintain that employment and you have to change your behavior and your lifestyle as a result. And I'll, I'll touch on that again in a minute. But the, the example that I would say here is that by, let's say, us, a triage, for example, right? When, when I do a single unit of work or Paddy does a single unit of work, like let's say you write an article and between researching and writing and publishing, et cetera, you're talking, let's say, 10 hours of work, let's say, right? It's a, it's a comprehensive article, 10 hours of work. There's no payment for that, okay? You're like, I can't say to Patty, oh, Patty, I deserve a fucking bonus because I wrote an article or something like that. Like there, there's not, there's nothing there, but because one of us would have the discipline to be able to go through that work that somehow is going to trickle into uh, maybe reaching someone who happens to tell a friend to sign up for coaching or, you know, they read the article and they said, oh, I like what those guys say, you know, I'm going to sign up for coaching or I'm going to pre-register for the coach's corner or whatever. And as that begins to accumulate, as we have the discipline to keep put, putting out more content and we, you know, a, as a result, get more income through the business, we now develop more freedom in the long term where, oh, now we actually don't have to work as much because we've already produced all the content. So when I'm 40, uh, 50, 60, that we're basically looking at each other and saying, We've, wrote, we've written about basically everything we, wa we want to write about. Like, yeah, there are some things that we want we still want to write about, but look at the coach's corner. It's really comprehensive at this point. And now you get to work way less. You get to more flexible in your working hours because you've already got a stable business that's set up. And that's obviously the dream. And hopefully that is the case. You know, it could all go tits up. Yeah, check back with us in 40 years. Yeah, check back in 40 years. But that's just a basic example of how things could play out where the discipline in the short term, you know, to put in more work, to do a lot of work that gives you less return, gives you the freedom in the long term. And another example of where that that plays into it as well is is in in comp competence, not incompetence, in space competence. So if you're more competent in your job, if you have the discipline to become more competent, you now actually have more freedom. Because let's say I'm, let's say I'm useless and have terrible, like I just have terrible knowledge. Like I don't know anything about training, no understanding of physiology, anatomy or anything. And I'm talking to Patty and, and, you know, I'm saying, oh, Patty, I put out, uh, I put, I just put out uh, one piece of content this week and you're turning around to me and you're saying, you know, you're more likely to turn around and, and give out to me and say, you're fucking useless. You know, why are you here? Why are you part of the business? Then if that piece of content is really competent and i am really competent because you know you can't get rid of me because i make you your money you know <laughs> hypothetically but that like that's an example of where that actually becomes relevant the same thing you could think of as as a doctor let's say so let's say in 20 years time i happen to be a competent surgeon let's say uh, all hypothetical and there's an example where you know my senior my consultant or whatever um they don't like something that I did or they don't like something about me or they have a bad character or we're not we're not getting along for some reason. It's far less likely that I'm going to 
I or anyone would be getting, you know, fired or I'm likely to have to deal with the repercussions if I'm so competent that I'm irreplaceable. You know, if you're so competent that like, all right, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? Who are you going to hire? You know, there's no one like me. Like, obviously, that's just an extreme example. But the more competent you are, the more freedom you have, because you you can basically make yourself somewhat irreplaceable. And another example of where that comes up is if you're in a job, but you also have your business on the side, you already know that your behavior, your behavior in the job does not need to be so stringent as some other employees who are solely locked in by their by being employed, because you know that I've actually got freedom outside of this. So if you're an awful boss to me and you want to be treating me like shit, I've got the freedom because I don't care because I'm not dependent on you. So that's just another example of where freedom really does come as a result of having the discipline to be competent, to create other streams of income. Um, or whatever it might be, you know, whatever is relevant to to your personal life, you know, having a diverse range of skills might also be helpful. You know, are you disciplined enough to have a broad range of knowledge and maybe skills in areas peripheral to your specific interests so that if the if in 30, 40 years time automation has taken over your sector, are you now useless? You know, that's not what you want. You know, if, you, if, if, if the market changes and your job is no longer um, valuable and hence you have no job, what other skills do you have to fall back on? What things have you had the discipline to, to develop over the years? They're the things that, that I would be thinking about. A hundred percent. Like I always say, the average millionaire has seven income streams. So obviously it's very, very easy to see how this applies when we discuss income and how being disciplined, you know, yeah equals more freedom with your income, both in terms of, like you said, like perhaps you do start that side hustle and, you know, start generating income from that. And um, again, that could be very like passive. Like you just invest in like dividend stocks or something, or, you know, there's a higher barrier to it, but, you know, you could invest in real estate or again, you could invest in, you know, real estate stocks like REITs and, you know, get the income from that. Like it could be very passive and, you know, you don't need to do what we're doing in terms of having an actual business, but you can see how being more disciplined with all of this stuff leads to more freedom in terms of the job you actually have, you know, the main source of your income. Because if you know, yeah, I'm more passively generating, even if it's only 20K per year, like obviously that's a, a nice amount of money, but you know, it's more passively generating that amount of money. And you're like, I have my other job, my main job, and I'm getting 35K per year. Like obviously that's a, you've increased your, your wealth generation capacity just by being disciplined and doing the stuff to set up a, a side hustle. But also then you can be like, I'm going to use the discipline that I'm, you know, cultivating and get better at my, my main job and, you know, try to get my income up there, you know? So as I said, like there's, there's pretty much no area of your life where being more disciplined does not allow you to be more free in the long term. I, I, I struggle to think, of a way that being more disciplined with what needs to be done. Now, again, we could argue that being disciplined itself is not the 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 defining characteristic. And what I mean by that is, like, you can be disciplined and just be doing all of the wrong things. Like, that's that's not beneficial, obviously. And um, however, you probably will have cultivated the habits of discipline. And as soon as you just get on the right path, you know you start, you know, skyrocketing your results. So it's not like it's in waste. However, you know, you can work hard, but if you're not working smart, like it's, you know, you're not like you can hammer away, move a load of dirt around, but if you're not actually building anything and you're just doing work for work's sake, 
you're you're not being disciplined. Like discipline is, you know, targeted for what actually needs to be done. You know, um, but yeah, I, I, like the concept of discipline equals freedom. Like it's actually very straightforward when you just think about it for a few seconds. You're like, get the work that needs to be done now, so that you can be free in the future. Again, apply that to whatever context that means, whether it's training, whether it's you know wealth generation, whether it's you know your your uh, social life, you know, like you're just disciplined to you know keep uh, keep on top of you know keeping in touch with your friends, and um, you know you're disciplined with that, and you're actually then more free because you know you have people to enjoy your life with, and um, like there's there's literally no area of your life that this does not permeate, you know. So yeah, I don't really have much else to to say on the topic, Ari. Do you? Yeah, like the only other thing would be something that I know is, is relevant to, to both of us, but maybe you don't care about yourself, but you know, you are the, the older, the older I get, like the, the older I get at 25 years of age now with my creaking giants, like the older I get, the more I think about, um, like how, how, how this kind of discipline equals freedom content, con concept actually plays into, um, again, the kind of generational conversation so in terms of in terms of my actual future kids um our kids patrick together wait what <laughs> do you know the concept the concept of your actual children like one of the the, the examples that i always kind of remind myself of when i'm thinking of like all right why why would you want to potentially uh accumulate wealth you know um is if you have a if i have a disabled child in the future a child with some sort of disability let's say um i have to think about right how does my discipline now relate to the freedom uh for that person as well you know for the child because if you actually have the discipline now to you know achieve uh greater financial security you know you've got more savings and stuff like that when you're then at that crossroads where the child needs some sort of sleep system or some sort of walking aid or some sort of orthotics or something like that, um, that they don't have to necessarily be on the four year waiting list, you know, with the HSE, because we can actually turn around and say, actually, I was disciplined enough all this time to have these savings. So now my, my child has more options, you know, now they have more options to be able to do whatever it is that that um that is needed for their health or it could just be you know a, a less extreme example which might be you know college options you know if if my if my son wants to be a pilot you know that if i have had the discipline to have you know the savings all along that they're actually able to go to flight school and that that's not even a problem so your children's options are ultimately like their freedom is the result of your discipline as well so if you're not doing it for yourself do it for your partner, do it for your children, do it for your grandchildren, you know, um, and your parents as well. You know, if your if your parents are, uh, need, need healthcare in the future, or they need to, uh, to let's say to go into a, a nursing home or they need carers or whatever, it might be the case that again, your discipline allows them more options when they're elderly and you want to look after them. So, um, it's for everyone around you. You're the, you should be disciplined. You know, you need to get on the path, be disciplined and not just live moment to moment. Yeah, and this is applied to your community as a whole. Like again, like just being disciplined enough to like put your rubbish in the bin, you know? Like it actually allows you to be free or freer long term as a community. And that also applies to like a national scale. Like it is it's it's almost your civic duty to be the best citizen that you can be, you know? And that in includes, you know, being the healthiest you can be, being the wealthiest that you can be. Like if you have an idea in your head and you're like I know that this is something that the world needs. Like it's your duty to bring it to the world. Like that brings not only wealth to you, um, 
wealth and security or whatever. Um, but it also brings more wealth to the country. And I know we've touched on wealth a lot today in this podcast. Example, um, really. But it, it's just, it's, yeah, it's literally just an easy example to use because it's like, oh, you saved more money or, you know, you created a business. You know, you can see how being disciplined there gives you more freedom long term. But, you know, even like you're working on a farm and stuff, you know, the more disciplined you are, the higher crop yield. Now, it's not necessarily the case if, like, again, the government is going to pay you to not make crops in certain circumstances um, or to get rid of your waste. Um, but you know what I mean? Um, if you're able to have a higher crop yield or you're able to produce more with less, you're being very innovative with, you know, the the whole system. You know, maybe you're, I don't know, planting trees at the, the banks of the river. So you're not getting as much, you know, runoff from the fields. You know, you're also getting a grant for those trees and whatever. Like you're maximizing both the environmental impact and then your financial, you know, gain from all of that stuff. Like the more disciplined you are with that stuff in terms of both doing the work and then, you know, learning more about the work that you're doing, the the freer you are as an individual, but the freer the country is, the freer the you know your entire community is. So again, it's it's almost your civic duty, I would say, to be disciplined and as a result build freedom for the world. You know, because again, you can look at this in terms of a civilization scale. You know, we'll say go back to like Roman times. Like the Romans were again you can argue about the the ethics of it all and everything. Um <clears throat> but they were uh they were disciplined enough to, you know, generate wealth and then also build those fantastic structures, you know, um, and that gave them the freedom down the road, you know, like for every individual that was a Roman, you know, like individuals without those freedoms built those freedoms by being disciplined, you know, and that again goes down to the, the entire We'll call it a Western civilization, although it's it's more the global civilization now in terms of you know individuals that didn't have those freedoms were disciplined and built those freedoms, built what we have now. Like you don't have to be disciplined in disinfecting your water because someone already put in the disciplined hours so that you have the freedom to just drink from the tap. Now again, that's not the case in all over Ireland or all over the the world, but you get the concept. You know, people who have been disciplined have put in the time and work so that we can enjoy freedoms right now. And obviously this is especially true for um, those brave men and women that they paid the ultimate sacrifice in discipline so that we can actually be free uh, as a country, you know? Um, so discipline equals freedom. It's, it's a pretty straightforward concept. And again, it permeates everything. 100%. But, you know, it's hard. It Like, you know, the, the late um, Roger Scruton, like one of the things that he discussed extensively is the idea that um, if you like, it's much, e it's much easier, you know, anyone can just tear something down, but it's rare that someone can actually, you know, build something up. And it's very easy to, you know, especially as a young person to kind of sit back and just point out all of the problems in the world and say that, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Let's tear down all these things. Let's change this, abolish that, that sort of stuff. Um, but never actually try to actually build anything or have the discipline to make the world a better place through your own innovation and your own ideas and your own argumentation, even that all that stuff requires discipline, you know, even the discipline to be able to construct an argument, to be able to have a nuanced discussion that you've had the discipline to understand all the information. The, the opposite of that is outcry and just being offended and assuming that that is actually an argument. So discipline equals freedom. 
goes into your ability to hold arguments, to hold discussions. Because if you haven't had the discipline, you're not going to have the freedom to have proper discussions. And you're going to be the person who either doesn't engage or you'll be the person who just kind of screams and shouts and cries or something like that, you know? So um, try to adopt a, a way of being in the world that you try to build something and make the world better through your own discipline and competence, hopefully. It's just a good thing to do. Yeah, just be a person that contributes to civilization, <coughs> however small. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me, coughing all over the place. COVID, maybe. But yeah, that's that. There you go. Discipline equals freedom. Be disciplined in all areas of your life. You'll be freer in all areas of your life. And if you're not freer, at least your descendants will be freer. 100%. There we go. Um, so yeah, that's that episode of the podcast, guys. As always, you know that we are currently in the process of working on the Coach's Corner, which is a membership site for personal trainers and interested trainees. So we're currently uh, inputting the discipline of creating that content, hopefully. Um, and then hopefully we'll have the freedom to do a little bit less of that content in the long term. But ultimately, when you do join up to the Coach's Corner, it is going to be a case of um, content constantly being rolled out. So although there will be content created already, it is going to be a kind of a rolling basis where we'll be releasing new things. And hopefully, you know, while we will have a lot of stuff that we think is interesting already, that when people do sign up and when people engage with us, that they'll, you know, say, hey, guys, could you guys make a video or a lecture or whatever um, on this? I'd like to see this topic discussed. And that's basically how it will begin to evolve over time. So if you are interested in that, you can subscribe to the um, waiting list or email list to pre-register your interest below. Basically, just uh, you can pre-register your interest in the coach's corner below. That just means that you have expressed interest and you will get a discount if you do choose to sign up. But there is no... Um, commitment there so if you're interested in the service then it just makes sense to sign up there because otherwise you won't get the discount um, and we'll try and release some some information in advance there as well about what the service will entail um, just like to say on that that i have about five years of content mapped out already so it'll if never you join, yeah if you join don't worry you've got at least five years of content and that's just what i'm thinking now i know there's other areas that i'm like yeah definitely could start branching off into that branching off into that you know so if you're if you're there there's content for life 100 um and if you're interested in maybe some of the stuff that's that we have been creating and will be creating we will be popping a bit of that into um the facebook groups so of the triage method community so do join the facebook group if you're not already in that because we'll share uh, some excerpts from different uh, presentation slides and some notes to go along with that so you guys have an idea of what's actually going to be in there um, but join the group anyway just because why not uh, you can also subscribe to our general email newsletter so you can subscribe to that below that goes out each week and gives recommended resources from around the internet books podcasts videos research papers etc along with all the content that we've produced throughout the week and as as i said in the last podcast if you are interested in the coaches corner content i'm going to be releasing a bit of that into the newsletter as well rather than just putting it into the facebook group because i I'm mindful that some people don't want to be on Facebook and I absolutely support that decision and would like to facilitate you not being on Facebook. Um, so yeah, otherwise, subscribe to the Triage Method YouTube channel. Um, we are putting out a lot of YouTube content, so do keep up by subscribing. And also remember that you know if you like our podcasts and stuff, it really helps when you subscribe to, to our YouTube so we can spread around our message, but also helps when you subscribe the to the podcast and leave a review, you know? Um, 
and don't be afraid to give topic suggestions as well so there is a question box below so you can drop in any suggestions that you have for the podcast and we'll hopefully uh get to them and otherwise guys you can just like the instagram uh like the facebook you don't like an instagram do you You follow yeah follow on an instagram like on facebook or follow on facebook um and yeah thank you thank you for supporting us here at triage yes thank you and remember discipline equals freedom discipline equals freedom that's too easy